episode 313 coming at you harder and faster than the Shanghai Dragon social media manager paid some kid on Fiverr to post the most epic clips of Gangnam Jin floating and missing his own healing. Yiska, it's just you and me today. The void in our hearts will never be filled as the gladiators and two absolute gutter snipe teams just kick the dirt. How's that feel? You feel good about that? It's um now nah, the gladiators fucked me up. I- I'm gonna be honest. Like yeah, this was the most unceremonious <laughs> death of a franchise or of a thing. Like yeah, the, no matter what what the future of the Overwatch League holds, right? Like that's still mm-hmm. a, a big question mark. But because of what just transpired in Valorant with the guard, yes, we can almost yes. certainly be sure that the gladiators, right? Like will have mm-hmm. trouble going next season. I'm actually not sure what uh, Guerrilla is doing or Guerrilla is do- doing f- uh, with and CDL. Call of Duty League. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Sh- are they even building a roster? Is is anything going on there still? I'm I'm not sure. Can they uh-huh. even go out? Are they not b- beholden to the franchise? I have no idea. I gotta f- uh, figure that shit out as well. But, yeah, like, if that was actually last game, <sighs> what a shit Sad. show. Yeah. Uh, For such, like, a good team. Um. Yeah, yeah. No. It it really is like the definition of going out not with a bang, but with a whimper. Um, for a team that I think a lot of people are excited about, rightfully yeah. so. Whether or not like we were you know measured in our expectations this season or not. Um, it was definitely a team that was kind of must watch, and uh, it, it was tragic to kind of say the least. It was that was not not a good season for any team, uh, let alone the gladiators of all teams um yeah. yeah with the news out there that's you know pretty public you can go out there and find it that you know cronky esports and or cronky sports and entertainment rather uh is looking to get out uh it just across the board like you're saying with in valorant um i'd have to imagine they're probably trying to sell the cdl slot um and yeah no it's it sucks um vegas we'll see what them and the valiant uh I wish I there's there's a part of me that like wants to like oh man isn't it suck that the Valiant's out and it's like no nah, not really like yeah. they haven't really been a thing for like three years it feels like so eh, fuck them yeah now that orc like I, I hope the best for the players because yeah of course this is this is definitely not any kind of like yeah. shame or shade towards the players the, those those all the people there and on every team I think in general um is is coming out and trying to do the best that they can um the people at the top though. You can chew on things. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, it's also crazy how they were let into mm-hmm. other fr- franchise leagues and whatnot. Like, still with with their absolutely abysmal performance in terms of being a partner in these other franchise leagues. It's. Yep. Yeah, it's it's just like they're just mooching. I understand the value proper, or rather, the, what they get out of it. Maybe they were also sold on a bag of false goods that's true for everyone still um sure and the least you could have done is to support those players more the way those players were supported is honestly disgraceful straight Mm -hmm. up um so yeah i hope like esports develops a consciousness or a a memory towards how those folks acted and will um accurately factor that in in whatever happens in the future Yep. 
just like how everybody's big pissed when somebody doesn't get paid like you know i think the real ones remember when everybody's big pissed at like um the the envision owner and the denial owner for not getting people paid and everybody's you know that same energy needs to come back with all of these like permanent partnered franchises that end up bustering out do absolutely nothing get paid in stipends make a little bit of cash and then just go oh no money sorry gotta go yeah and then they try to like come back or they try to apply somewhere you know it's i i I hope the esports community holds that same energy that same kind of pitchforkiness that i think we tend to wield in the wrong ways sometimes but yeah i think there's a lot of a leech leechy actors out there that that probably should go and probably could go um but in less poopy news battlegrounds is nice right you're having a good time there i'm some positivity oh dude i'm enjoying like i'm hyper focusing on that shit right now um (laughs) so hey i wouldn't i don't hate it look you can be honest with me if you need to you know pull pull like a destiny of like 2008 and need to like play some battlegrounds on the side while we do a podcast like i get it you know oh yeah uh it would <laughs> it would probably cause me to lose screen so let's not but no, i get that i get that the thing is um i i enjoy doing things mm-hmm. on a second screen right mm-hmm. there is something to be okay here's here's my graph of watchability of a tv show okay okay nine out of ten watchable i will sit there i will munch my like nachos or like my if i'm on a health trip i'll I'll munch my like vegetables and apples and whatnot right that's Uh all good like that that's enough dopamine if it's a really good show right sure like a like a game of thrones in the earlier seasons or like wouldn't know a breaking bad or whatever okay sure later on then there is the eight out of ten like 7.5 out of ten that show Mm -hmm. is unwatchable to me because it is in the zone where I should be paying attention closer to yes. have the full yeah. appreciation, but it's also not pogging me enough to just do that. Okay, like mm. then, like I would, I wouldn't want that show on my second screen while I'm playing a game because then I'd be like, oh, I'm wasting the show. But at the same time, I'm like trying to focus on the action. Now, the seven or six out of ten show. Mm, you're losing absolutely nothing of value in your life if you're watching background shit static. like The Silo on Apple sure. TV or like Infiltration or like like all basically all of Netflix these days like all of it is just blacklist all of it is utter trash but good enough to get little mm, chunks in between mm-hmm. turns okay like that's that's the 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 distribution of like watchability for me where when a show is just interesting but also just shit enough to be a second screen content while I'm concentrating yeah. on the game and trying to plan and whatnot have a little quick peek five f- frames taken in okay I already know where the next three episodes are going your writing is trash it's fine it's fine and like that's peak pog for me that gets to the same experience as like just watching Game of Thrones. Normally, mm. nobbing away like on on my carrots, you know. So you have something as a vehicle to kind of like make the uh, something as like a sugar to make the the medicine of these like pretty dog TV shows to make it go down a little easier. It sounds like yeah, and there's something something to be said about our own content creation. Like either you make it really pog in terms of like also the screen content, 
or mm -hmm. you just concede that people are probably going to listen to this podcast. I'm talking to you, listener, that's currently doing chores, and that's completely fine. Yeah. I'm fine in the chore zone. I want to be chore entertaining. I want to be, that would be outside great. with the dog entertaining, okay? Like, if you're mm -hmm. currently, like, you know, vacuuming or whatever, I'm I'm talking a little bit louder for you now, okay? So you, you can enjoy that type of experience. So that's that's the sweet spot. I'm I'm rarely nine out of ten entertaining. Okay, but no, the six yeah, out of ten. Ooh, that's that's my zone. I feel like yeah, I I I I resonate there as well. I think that you know, I think there are moments that we we reach. You know, maybe an eight, maybe you know seven and a half. That's you dangerous. know, we're, we're worth dangerous. We're, we're worth looking over and being like, what what's going on? What are they What are they doing? But like, yeah, most of the time, myself included, you know. I listen to podcasts while I'm out on walks, on runs, you know, doing the dishes, you know, cleaning up fucking baby shit, you know, just, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever you got going on. You just want to, you know, consume, get get the news, you know, get some, get some things filled in. I get that. I get that. Um, But what you don't need filling in is a bracket for the plans that are upcoming because we're just going to give it to you. We're going to give you the hot takes. We're going to give you all the good shit there because there's a certain blue and orange team that jo jo probably should have beat Can I the Houston Outlaws. Quickly cut you in because I'm I've been waiting for the Patreon plugs for. Oh yeah, we're, 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 well, I'm about to get there. But okay, okay. I I, I thought you're you were segueing into this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm currently in the five zone. We we're bringing it up again, guys. Like we, we, danger levels recognized. Okay. Like, I mean, thank you. I I appreciate the 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 self awareness and the you know the reminder. It's you know gotta remember remember that sometimes but yeah we're doing some some predictions today we're getting into some some roll star stuff because there's apparently a little bit of a rule change there that we'll probably get into um and we will i will poke yiska till the cows come home and try to milk him for all he has regarding award integrity are we awarding the right things Yiska? i don't know we're gonna have to argue about it we're gonna have to figure it out um and then maybe giving a little send off to the glads and and vegas and the valiant um doing a little walk down memory lane and maybe we go to in and out who knows but those who don't need to go to in and out well maybe they already have and maybe you're listening to us while you eat your in and out who knows uh but this episode is brought to you by our beautiful patron producers um if you can't support the show monetarily leave a comment down below download the podcast all that stuff algorithm helps a ton um, but thank you to battle crab refund bean bronze babu how picasso all shin pork chap sammy rex zane all my sugar high and a special shout out Shout out Chris Hart three four 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 four. Homie hit me up not too long ago and was like, "Hey, just you know, wanted to say you know hi. Something happened in rank regarding TCP and like he got recognized. It was really cool." Um, and then our YouTube members: Blave Bliss, IMDRW Brother Adam L, Ice M Jello, Fire Element Six, and AK. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty weird week because, like Yiska kind of alluded to, um. The gladiators are probably dead, and that's kind of sad to say. Yeah, For a, a team that you know helped build the Overwatch League, a team that was you know incredibly impactful during the the Bala era of the Overwatch League, out here, you know, arguing chants with the Valiant fans, getting paid celebrities to come in and say that the gladiators were their favorite teams. Having some of the the most ridiculous storylines in Overwatch League's history, um, well, I guess maybe not ridiculous, but like painfully just good. I don't know. It, it's sad to see them kind of basically go. Uh, they're they're on life support right now. It feels like. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a sad situation. I don't know. Like I I really got into my feels when I th- saw like the not life of this season being snuffed out by Boston and honestly yep. Boston just completely deserved winning I mean, that yeah. match as well. Um Mhm. I think like the Gladys had also this uncanny ability to just toss it hard. Especially Kester was I believe like uncharacteristically sloppy, especially with his blades. Um yeah, it's it's a sad downfall from Grace from last season that was the yep. most successful in franchise history into the worst season of franchise history. And easily. I mean there's there's probably like a healthy cut down of resources also. But the mm-hmm. Gladiators by no means were like one of the underfunded teams, right? They still had I believe three coaches, they still had a um well fun relatively well funded roster in terms of like the salaries that they commanded, um in comparison to what the the league average turns out to be in the, the Sure. Like certainly they were certainly making more money than the other teams that went out uh, last week. So there's little little excuse there. But also just the name recognition of the players there. That's just legitimately some of the best players in the Overwatch League ever. Kevster, Funny Astro, mm-hmm. um, Yaki. Like these guys are legitimately just like really good, at least A-tier players still. And to see them go out so unceremoniously, especially... Seeing who, uh, like, who they didn't make it against, and yes, NA was more competitive, but like, I, I think a, a team with the qualities that they had probably should t- even look at direct qualification, maybe, and like, if they fail there, okay, fair. And for the longest time, that was their trajectory, and I think, like, while it is super hard to, um to put that on the Gladiators staff in terms of the... It, it just... Much like how the downfall of the Justice seemed to coincide a little bit with FD God leaving. I don't mm-hmm. think that's actually it. It's also a meta thing. Yeah. But the downfall of the Gladiators also seemed to coincide with uh, Dante leaving the team. Um, yeah. And they got much less competitive, probably presumably first off, because they had to play uh, on ping with Marvel, and then um, when he was there, didn't pick up to that degree, right? So, unfortunate. Um, I'm sure they are always contributing circumstances more behind the scenes. Hopefully, we will get to those um, at some point if there was anything of note. But, um, yeah, like, as sad as it is, it's also probably not honest to you know, not hold everyone there accountable because that's a team that should be yeah. doing better. 100%. It is It is difficult to kind of navigate those emotions because, you know, I think we both had our own kind of criticisms at the start of the, the season. Um, I think we kind of met in the middle ground with, you know, worries about Dante and his hero pool and whether or not that was going to last an entire season. Um, even some of like the scrim footage that we were seeing through that like fun little rat race that we had, of people just leaking scrims back and forth. It was like, okay, well, you know, mm. this is just one scrim, you know, how much can you really read into that? And it never really got much better, but like, you also don't want to like criticize the players too hard because like the team is kind of dead now, you know, it's, it's rough. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I sympathize there where it's like, you, you kind of want to criticize the team and the performance. Um, like I think we probably will for these other two teams, but for gladiators in particular, it feels more sensitive just because it's like, it's a team that I felt like has always, at least from the outside looking in, kind of in a very loose way, kind of done right by like, didn't have a ton of like drama you know, always was very competitive, tried to field a, a you know, a, a meaningful roster. I feel like every other season it was me writing some, you know, narrative flowery bullshit to talk about how, like, this is the year, this is the year of the gladiators, this is where they step up, like, this is where they finally kind of catalyze all the potential that they've had. Um, because it, you know, if for what, for like five years straight, it was just like, just sitting on the outside, just barely being there, just into short. Um, and then you, you, like you said, you look at last year, um, you want to talk about like just individual performances, just everything kind of firing at the right times. Um, I think funny Astro after kind of writing some stuff for, for GG recon, which should be out whenever, um, I feel like funny Astro is probably one of the most like unsung winners of that kind of performance. I mean, if you go back and look at the amount of like clutches that he's had on, just Ilios against like the spark, I think in mid season, the amount of times that he was able to like assist in shutting down the shock when like proper was in like complete and utter dominant form. Like this was a team that was like special. Um, and I don't blame anybody for like riding that high into this season. Cause it's kind of hard to like think like, Oh, the team that's just always pretty good. And is coming off a career or a franchise record high is going to just somehow like shit the bed. Like, yeah, no, of, of course, like you shouldn't, assume that um and yeah no it's it's just weird it's it's weird to think that the team that you know i guess when you think of the history you start to think of like you know maybe the fissure stuff in season one where like maybe the playoffs go a little bit differently if stuff works out there um the junker queen stuff last year is there anything else like gladiators memorabilia that kind of strikes out history wise mm, i mean Honestly, like, I once again remain that, like, for me, Gladiators were the best team last, uh, last year. And the reasons why they didn't win more were, like, sometimes outside the game, not really on yeah. them. And that, unfortunately, hurt their legacy. And then you get a bullshit five-day patch and, like, mm -hmm. it just, like, destroys what was a pretty dominant season. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... I think like last year they were actually like a really good team um unfortunately not so much this year not at all um if i'm gonna be completely honest it didn't i think they had moments where it was like oh okay it feels like the gladiators are stabilizing and then like something else just like they 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 go way too close versus a team and then like dante leaves and then it's like oh okay like marvel comes in and they're playing on ping and then cal comes in and it's like what is going on and it's like nothing ever really kind of I think there was some grasping at straws towards the end where they're trying to get some steam. They're trying to just try something to get some momentum rolling to get some morale built. Um, and it just didn't just didn't stick. Nothing, nothing about that snowball ever really came together. It was just a watery slosh, just a bog rolling downhill, just kind of sucked. Um, and that's, uh, in a way frankly kind of disappointing um when you look at the coaching staff i think individually 
separated from the team's performance. I think a bunch of, you know, a collection of, of coaches that are probably are worth their weight players in the very much the same way. Um, whether or not it was a good fit, hard to tell, right? From the outside looking in, um, who the fuck knows to be honest, right? It's, it's tough, but it, it was pretty clear that something wasn't working. Uh, what that was, there's, there's so many ways to kind of, uh, speculate on that that it's probably not even worth doing so i don't know it's it sucks it sucks to see a team like that that has like that kind of history kind of deflate yep yep um when it comes to you know their neighboring partners in the the valiant is there anything left to say about the valiant they were a fun team like good good job entertaining like you kept it Pretty mm-hmm. competitive for what you had. Like this is true. Yeah, this probably was at least as bad as last year's Valiant in terms of funding. And mm-hmm. It's like wasn't horrible. There's there's something weirdly endearing about yeah folks just get, getting like nothing really but an opportunity. Yep. At the smallest living margins, right? Like, mm-hmm. definitely under minimum wage. If you count up all the hours and divide it by what they make, like, that's yep. the below minimum wage, right? And them still getting wins. That's, there's, there's something about the competitive spirit in these guys that is, is basically within the essence of what I believe. Um, esports is about. It's not to misunderstand me. I'm not saying esports is mistreating players and underpaying them for their labor. I'm saying the competitive spirit that escapes that, you know, pull of that void pit of awful and Mm -hmm. still is able to perform just out of the desire to be good at this and to really focus on that and to come together as a team and perform against the odds, that is something that is in some ways uniquely esports, right? Because yeah. at the highest level in uh, in sports, yeah, you will have Leicester win the Premier League. Like, okay, so they win it against uh, Manchester United. So it's like a guy like that drives his Uros home like losing to a guy that drives his Tesla Model X home, right? Like that's not really as endearing as the guy that drives his sedan home versus the guy that walks 25 miles to work, okay? Like there is something inherently different uh, about the scales here and um, the underdog story there is... it. Like honestly, like even interviewing guys like Seeker... Mm -hmm. Dude, like the the dad genes in me just go like, bro, don't, just just run. Like you have that drive now, just put it yeah. to something that has any last lasting power. Like when I interviewed that man, and like he went, yeah, collegiate is not really for me. I'm really focused on my Overwatch. I went like, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh yeah. no, bro, please. Um, but yeah, that's that's esports, unfortunately. And at the end of the day, these guys have to. Uh, see the value for themselves, and I think it's it is not outrageous to have a value judgment for yourself 
to look back at this and say it was worth it. That's mm-hmm. still completely fine. Oh, I think that's where a lot of people are kind of at with this. Um, you know, it's it's their dream in some ways, um, and they they want to give it everything they've got before you know the the, the candle wick burns from both ends and you know that flame goes out. Um, and I think you're you're so I think you you knocked that out of the park when you when you kind of labeled it as like endearing because like it gives the same kind of energy as like the runaways did in years yes. past like the FNRGFEs like the, just the kind of affable like you said there's not they're not getting anything but an opportunity to kind of perform and they're not bad like you go back even just this stage week one glads they beat the gladiators we we had a live reaction on the podcast gravy was here it was wild they're popping off like that's fun like like like, that's what you're saying like that's that open circuit you know bring your own pc just try your best and oh my god they beat a korean oh my that's that's nuts like how do they do that you know like it's the the underdog story moves mountains mm -hmm. in esports and the the god story is very much the same right like there's guys that come outside the system make it and then the system wants to fuck them off whatever (laughs) they earned like fuck that as a community you come together and you bring the wrath of god to the folks that thought they could take it away from them that's Fortunately, as fucked as esports is getting, that is one value that mm-hmm. will probably last as long as this, this is the thing, right? Like the yep. the the strength and the love people have for underdogs, and as we have these open systems, as we ha- have constantly cycling games, and therefore once again grassroots, and once again like have to be open, and we cannot long term franchise, but therefore we have open systems. It will forever create these. Like long these underdog stories that will be endearing, like mm-hmm. even to a large degree for a long time, Fnatic and Valorant was pretty much the same, where nobody wanted to give that those guys sure, initially sure. like a a sponsorship agreement until you could no longer deny them, and that mm-hmm. in essence is esport to make yeah. yourself undeniable to the gatekeepers that thought you were shit, but esports is objective. Whoever wins wins, right? Like get get the gatekeepers. That's it was always my issue with Overwatch League from the get go, is that the gatekeepers ultimately decide who wins this league by whoever lets them in. The first mm-hmm. infractions of this was like when when people didn't want to pick up or didn't p- pick up Runaway immediately, right? Or yeah, like parts no of Runaway contenders, right? This, <laughs> yeah, like, and that always like rubbed me the wrong way about franchise leagues. Fortunately, mm-hmm. like, um, there are systems that deploy these open strategies, and their magic is always there, right? Like, you can yep. you just you can just count on it that eventually someone will figure out something new about the game, and like an underdog will crystallize and not just like fluke for one tournament, but actually establish themselves as one of the world's best. Only for them to get hated and for them to be the breeding grounds, <laughs> the antagonists of the next newcomer, you know? Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a little bit of a dog-eat-dog world in that way, but it's kind of the the one cornerstone narrative that I think esports does tap on, rightfully so, um, that, that, like you said, pulls at the heartstrings, it, it connects people, it makes fans of players and even teams, right? Like, you don't really remember Runaway for what they necessarily did, even though they did a lot. 
you remember them as being the team that was funded by the streamer and his wife and or pink sweaters right like they they were funny they were goofy they were super charismatic and in ways they weren't you know they kind of wear the wore their heart on their sleeves and you know you got to see that um and you got to see that journey and that was really really dope to see versus you know these legacy veterans of multiple games and all this stuff and yeah it's it's something that i think this era of valiant really represented um even last last season you know under no hill with dia getting his first win after finally you know finally striking his first win after getting branded by the the owen 42 dragons you know that's like really really touching that was really cool to see obviously there's a lot of extracurriculars there was really kind of fucked um you know having to pay for marvel out of pocket because of you know whatever the fuck igc couldn't figure out their head from their ass but yeah no valiant memorable team um this season i think really was the uh the underdog that people were excited to see perform because yeah i think you've you've definitely put out the 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 feelers the you've you've kind of initialized this this annualized salary you know talking point into the community that's definitely been something i feel like you've you've front-loaded um and i think if there was ever a team to like really feel for in that way because they're not like you said they're not getting you know full salaries it's just for the time that they're paid and they're probably not getting paid anymore because their season's done so it's like they're not getting paid up until season end if they're not performing so you know all these cost-cutting measures are clamp it down on these i'm not sure if you're like if you can cancel uh, the contracts now or if you have to buy league rules let them run until the uh, grand finals are over which technically was the case for prior yes i gotta mm, gotta okay. ask those guys if what, what interesting what the case is, yeah yeah uh, i mean the fact that that isn't necessarily clear or something that we can have confidence and kind of spells out you know uh, i mean the the energy the the vibe in the room for the zoomers if you will yeah um and that's sh- that that's not good that sucks um and then there's Vegas. Oh, Vegas. What to say about Vegas? It uh, it existed. Um, it was uh, an attempt. They were a team of all time. Um, they were a boss, or they were not a boss, and they were a Dallas Fuel incubator for a little bit, right? Hmm. Back in Paris. Yeah. Um, I hope, here, this, is, this is one thing. If there is, whatever comes next, if Europe has a place, in overwatch esports i hope they go back to paris i hope they're allowed to move back because i feel like as i look at other esports and as i kind of like re-tap into you know some of these other games that i've you know casually followed for a long time french fans are just insane yeah they're insane like they they're just nuts that's yes sure. they 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 deserve and, and i feel like every so often when you you mention like the eternal in some way you always get like french interaction like you always get somebody from France or like a French fan or like one of the French pundits kind of coming in and like commenting or something. Um, they're they're pretty ride or die, um, and that and that goes across the board. And that's also for for the content creators, man. These guys like mm-hmm. they are just yeah. as lunat like lunatics as we are, Joe. Like yeah. fuckers like Hammer Cake or Zari they're still out here fucking do it. Yeah, these fuckers have been there since day one as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like what are you doing? You're just as like 
completely damaged. Like, <laughs> show me where you're hurt. Okay, let's 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 all combat. over. We're hurt all over. Let's let's combat. Like, lo- look at our. Sh- let's share combat wounds. Okay. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll share traumas. Yeah. For well, sure. in in some way, we'll we'll have to meet in in some middle ground and just yeah, like you said, share war stories. Just 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 drink and be merry about I hope, yeah the, i hope we get to meet somewhere physically yeah. as well yeah that would be dope yeah i mean eventually it, it, i feel like that would be just so much easier for me to go to europe yeah hopefully. and not have to like import everybody here. yeah oh, for sure. but yeah it's there's there's a lot of love and support um for overwatch this this europe, is another g- like thing joe i haven't been uh-huh. to an overwatch event I know. since 2017 it's crazy mm-hmm. i've now worked in this on this speed for three years and I've not been able because like this the global league like just fucked you yeah it's also like in in part I feel partially responsible for the pandemic because of course it starts when once I get uh, a full-time esports gig where I sign on with the prospect of traveling the world being able to going to Shanghai going to Guangzhou and then Mm -hmm. like dude of course I like I scribble that my signature onto my employment contract look bright eyed into the future and someone immediately starts coughing. Okay, like that shit just I did that. I, I did it. The monkey paw curls Insane. as you sign on the dotted line. Insane. Now, eventually, hopefully, we can get you here and it sucks that yeah, it we 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 need to get you here for sure. Wow, whether it, it's on our dime or, or what but eventually that has to happen um vegas though anything um well any final thoughts you were fun in season two just like for the goats narrative um, sure yeah you were fun in season it. three you were a lot of fun in season three actually mm-hmm. you were like the birth cradle of a lot of or which greatest yeah, stories. Yep. And then you get what you put in. That's like you can do it for one season, maybe. Mm-hmm. But as London also proved, like you you give what like you get what you give. It's uh, it is yep. most often like this. Yes, you yep. can have a special moment in time. The meta can roll in your favor. You can have the right people for the right time, having the right message. You get the right opponent, you get the right motivations, mm-hmm. the right vibe in your team. To have that against like the best player in the world and these like absolutely roided, roid raging top like superstar rosters where like everything in the top four in any other year would have just been other than maybe mayhem, would have just yeah. in been called a super team. Right? Yeah, sure. But um yeah, it's it's of course to me if i'm being honest this team's record is actually probably worse than shanghai dragons because you can't fuck up one season sure that's 40 games long yep and they they had this streak of 42 games lost and one mm-hmm. then they got their first win admittedly also due to a Off of legality yeah but the paris eternal are also now 42 and 1 in their last 43 matches, admittedly with one break in between. Uh, sure. For, for, for the NYXL. But 
through multiple iterations, mm-hmm. but also admittedly always just like under resourced. Once again, you give what you, what you get. Like you weren't you weren't complete <sighs> assholes like Valiant. Sure. Um, but yeah, like your it, it was it, like I I remain that the move to uh, change the roster mid season. If you have the possibilities, probably not the wrong one because there was clearly nothing going on with this. Yeah, nothing you, working. You were yeah. not going to win anything. They actually looked really competitive at the start. I mm-hmm. think this team was clearly an upgrade. It feels bad for those players that it didn't work out. I think Knife is a Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Irony is pretty, um, pretty good. Pretty good. We're starting, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you also can't play on paying some, uh, horsepower on the road eventually, and unfortunately, yep. like. You didn't win another, like you had another winless season, and or the first one actually, and that's a rough. Is it? Is it the first one? Yes. I uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, rough season. I, th- I think but... you can, you can have like a poor performing season, um, and you can definitely like look at the budget. But when there are other budget teams that are probably doing it more like ruthless than you. And are still kind of like just hand over fist outperforming you, you know, like the Valiant. Like I remember at the start of the season being like, "Is it that crazy that the Paris Eternal could improve to be not the worst team?" No, it's not crazy. They have a whole season to do it. They're a little bit more funded than the Valiant, and that didn't even happen, right? Like it, it really only got worse. And I think that's just. Their entire season this year, and, and probably the year prior too, um, is just such a good example of like not being, not trying to win anywhere, you know, where it's just like, oh yeah, we're going to improve over time and we're going to tr- like grow the players. It's like, well, that's like great to hear, but like how, you know, like what are we, what, what, what about this is, 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 conducive of growth you know like Malthel is not going to be the the next proper like it's just not going to happen so like like what are what are we, how else are we getting there you know like london okay cool you know you can you can call chris and the, the london spitfire and anomaly great but at least they're like taking a different route to finding some success um whether you want to look at it from like a content creation lens and just to make this all about just reality tv like finding a way to win i think is like super important and i think we are starting to see people across esports like dabble with that and experiment with that that's probably the road forward for a lot of teams um but like paris is just you know paris vegas whatever you want to call um just constantly was just you know said a lot of good stuff and then delivered nothing yeah um and there wasn't you know not for a lack of effort but i just that's where it feels really intangible where it's just, I can't really put my finger on why they just never did much of anything. Um, Was it the personnel? Maybe. Was it the players? Probably. But then, you know, who hires the players? It's, there's, there's not a clear person to point your finger at. And I don't know that the players are necessarily to be faulted um, because it was pretty clear that like most of them just weren't ready. Um, and it sucks um, because they're probably branded now and uh, won't be touched. You know, it's yeah, we'll see. It's pretty shit. We'll see, we'll see. 
it sucks it sucks um hopefully i think the the korean imports uh deserve another look mm-hmm. whether being contenders or whatever the fuck happens next um because i i would i would tend to agree and i think we said it on the show i think this was like a great core to build into next year whether or not they keep it whether or not they stay around you know we will have to wait till the end of the year to find out but um yeah i think it's important to kind of give these teams a send off as the season as their season ends as this you know we we enter a period of uh a little bit of a holding pattern as we figure out what's next so three teams gone we said goodbye the title of the show and or sidebar at least makes a little bit more sense um any any final thoughts there as we go into some award poking pokery nope all all right all said all said and done Pop of um, you, rest in piss. Most of you, I'd say. Um, that's just me. Ownership. You did tweet out... Not players. Yes, 100%. Not right. players. Players, most of the time, just fine. Um, you did tweet out something that was kind of interesting um, that I think a lot of people are going to still be surprised about once the role, star, and awards are announced. Um, that being that role stars are split down the middle this year with two representatives being nominated from NA or being, you know, having to be nominated from NA and two representatives being forced to be nominated from APAC. Um, first, as somebody who has been in the scene for a long time, how does that kind of make you feel? Do you think that rigidly forcing these nominations is the right way to go about it. No. Okay. Um, is there like a substitute way that you think that, because I, I, I get the energy or I get like the feeling that's like, okay, well we want some kind of APAC representation. So how do we facilitate that without just like demanding that, you know, pundits and voters just have to put an APAC vote in? Yeah. <sighs> okay. There, there is an idealistic and there's a practical, answer to this so the idealistic one is no you should just say whoever is the best on the re- respective role and if it's four and a andes then it's four and eight andes sucks to I, suck right yep the reality of the situation is is that votes suffer from bad sampling of the voter base Sure. I'm attacking, I'm attacking, I shouldn't be saying this, but historically there's a lot of... Okay, let me actually... Yes, okay, let me bring that over the finish line. Yes, there's a lot of bias, regional bias, but sure. there's also understandable bias, as in, like, nobody is as loony as us watching all that shit. Mm-hmm. Most of you are watching one region and one region, region only, that you work in. And then yeah. you see three games at an international event at 200 ping played from yep. fucking Hawaii and like beard pong tables, okay? Mm-hmm. And you think that's representative of international competition and ha- have now an uh, accurate gouge. Be my guest. Also, of course, I'm being a bit, bit facetious because you also definitely can say something about the eye test and whatnot. But, like, there is... The, the, the voting presents a reality that is worth accounting for in the actual vote okay Mm -hmm. so i see the point of the distinguishment i disagree with 
various versions of this, how it actually was executed, and the things that people suggested. First, okay. first is four tank roll roll stars is too many. Interesting. At this okay. point, you're nominating like fucking what is it? Twenty percent of the league, right? Like not exactly because some yeah, double sure. up. Yeah, I get that. Like yeah. okay, the, like at what point is it an actual participation trophy? Like, is it really mm -hmm. that that special to be top twenty percent? I don't know. Right now, the that that's also why I think that the suggestion of extending the amount of roll stars for each region just almost like yeah, no. some some folks said give NA three, give NA four, and then APEC two. Then you have six roll stars, <sighs> six out of nineteen. Come it's on, already man. diluted. Yeah, like, we're just washing it out even more. What? Like, are you trying to establish the Toronto line as where like everyone that is not on Toronto gets a roll star in like yeah. above and beyond? Is like the yeah no. Are you above average here? Is an award? Yeah. Yeah. Now this is this is also not satisfying to me. If anything, I would li would have liked only one mm -hmm. roll star for uh, yeah. all those rounds. Best be in the role. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in because that would have also legitimately made those votes interesting i don't know about mm -hmm. you but it almost trivialized the vote for me like i, I i'll be honest i mm -hmm. have a ballot i looked at the ballot i looked at how it was worded i was confused i asked someone told me something i was like what then i asked another person because it was pointed out to me that i misunderstood it and that person was like oh yeah it's like like that split in the middle so I had to change my votes pretty last minute. But the votes actually became trivial to me. Tank votes, I didn't change anything. And I, sure, I, I'm not yeah. sure if I can uh, disclose the specifics, but... Um, I think they're pretty obvious. I think if you just like have eyes, yeah, I know that I there is some like internal unhappiness with some of the, the people you could vote for in that regard, yeah. where it's like, I don't know why this player is here. They didn't do fucking anything. Yeah, no, it, it, to me, it trivialized the vote, and uh -huh. um, that's unfortunate. I, I think it shouldn't have done that. I actually liked that it was challenged in the initial right. uh, version of the vote. I also will say this is an uncharacteristically bad year for APAC, just by the sure. eye I yep. even think those teams overperformed to their, to their snapshot level, while I remain that if those talents and the abilities of those players were honed for several weeks in the NA region, then they could mm -hmm. reach that level, right? So, for instance, yeah. let's say um, the Infernal was to qualify directly, wouldn't have to go through play-ins. I hope they fly out earlier in order to be right. able to enjoy this NA scrim matter, and then they might actually become a force to be reckoned with, right? Not sure mm -hmm. if that's true in this meta, but I feel like in, in many metas that could have been true for this team. Um, so yeah, there's like the, the yes, APEC also just because the capital was left in NA, like uh, once again, money moves talent, just like how uh, Flex DPS are the best players in the game because there's the most money, the most eyes on, the most status Ace. to be gained. Like, it just makes the most sense that they are the best players, the biggest talent is. Much like you will find the the most talented folks generally, like, in high-demanding 
jobs, for instance, right? Like high-paying jobs. It's the like it's just the reality of how people make decisions, not just based on money, but also based on status to be gained and how fun the challenge is. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, pin that. I want to. I want to. I think you you touched right. on something there that I want to pin. We'll get to it after this. But yes, continue. Sure. So. Yeah, long story short, it trivialized the role for me. I'm not a big fan. I get the point because if I look at some of the the ballots from last year, it was questionable if these guys watched Overwatch League. Sure. Um so yeah, this that and that's like I, I get it. Like sometimes you just get like a an award in your email and you're like I don't want to take the piss and not participate. I'm also not really actively watching that hard, right? Um, so fair enough like I also like much like I sometimes have to show up at events and like ask very uneducated questions to people that are outside my field of expertise like I'm sure some folks at Dota events thought like oh that guy's a dumbass what the fuck is that question fair fair right like I'm yeah I'm a fish, like on like in the Sahara. Okay, like that shit is not. But in the same way, I don't think you'd be. I think you're self-aware enough to be like, why the fuck should I be voting on a Dota to the international MVP? I don't know. My headphones oh, I, from this we game. were like, I was actually asked for a uh-huh. CS League award, and yeah. I legitimately just straight up went to the most knowledgeable people that were accessible that didn't have a vote at the time and asked them, and I copy pasted. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's, that's like my... that's that. I think that's like the 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 ethical thing to do, and I feel like that is your mo one hundred percent of the time. Either you try to avoid voting as much as you can, or you just go to somebody who would know better and just be like, "Help me not make an ass of this." Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. yeah, I think that's respectable. I think that's like what you should do. Yeah, I think I asked Sucho and he just like wrote me a book because he's he's like that. <laughs> he um, like and it was much much appreciated. Um Yeah, I'm sure it helped. Right. Um but yeah, like I, I understand the that this was not going to be popular with especially yeah. the NA crowd. I'm not sure if it's more popular maybe with the uh Asian I'm crowd. Sure it's, we have yeah. to realize like also there's you, th- this audience at this point is a minority here, even though mm-hmm. it's a majority in terms of the teams and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's fair to cater to the actual viewer base to some degree. I just wish it would have been done a little bit more skillfully. Yeah, but yeah, is so when you talk about it trivial trivializing the vote, um, just to kind of make that a little bit more transparent for people what is it is it that there were leaving it open to interpretation there were more like na tank obfuscation that you could kind of argue but the fact that you kind of have to like split it down the middle and just include like the best two tanks from apac makes it like incredibly easy it's just top two na top two apac right is that kind of the okay yes um the other thing that you know you're talking about the the you know criticizing this community idea that like maybe broadening it could help bridge the gap between you know NA bias and APAC bias. Um, I think maybe working in the inverse is there a world where we divide the vote or divide just the awards in general, um, and we shrink them based on the region, right? So we have 
like you said, maybe just one role star for NA specifically in each role and one role star in APAC specifically in each role, right? Where it's just the best player at each role, but each region has representation so that you feel like there's still something to be gained extracurricularly. Is that is that something that, you know, you could be bought into? Uh, one is hard, right? I also one feel is hard. Like- I mean, just the idea. You could make it two, but just like shrinking it and dividing it. You know. I mean, that's how it is a little, right? Like it is divided and like shrink. Yeah, I I would be with two one. That would be fine with me. Um, like making it any more is something I'm not ha- like too fa- or too happy about. If I don't know, or even like in the in the amount of teams or eligible players, you could even argue for four to six players. Roll start. Come on. Yeah, too many, too many, way too many. Especially because, like, let's be honest. In most roles, it's because like the one one of those roles is the more impressive one. So, for instance, hit scan and flex DPS. The flex DPS is the more competitive one or the more likely one to give you the two role stars in that region and the same is true for flex support um it just means like let's say you have four votes for support are you just going to nominate four of the flex supports that was always another criticism of like the the award season in general where it's just like okay how are you voting are you voting with in consideration of like including flex tanks are you voting in consideration including flex supports and main supports do you not care like there again there was some some general gray area that you kind of had to navigate that you know i i don't hate if somebody comes to me with a ballot that says hey i wanted to include flex supports because or main supports rather because i think that they're valuable and i think that they were integral blah 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 blah. it's like okay yeah i get that would i do that depends you know if there was three flex supports that felt like they deserved and absolutely were like fucking lights out then probably not and i probably just vote for three flex supports maybe i vote for all four flex supports you know yeah, it was. I think there was always something that was just inherently wrong there, but also there's no good way of trying to navigate that because we're also, I think, as a community, getting away from like those like pretty antiquated like labels. Like flex tank obviously is dead. Um, the support role in general is being a lot more kind of fluidized. That's not a word, but you get the gist. Like it's it's just kind of enmeshing with one another and it just becoming like a support thing. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, there's, there's no good way about doing this. Um, and yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, there, there is definitely something there. I did want to, you kind of touched on something that I found pretty Within regards to like the tank role star in particular, and 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 I think a lot of the, the explanation of why maybe DPS win MVP a lot, um, there's de- I think there's something there regarding some of the votes that I think people are excited to see get voted in, but like in reality, do they deserve it? Type of beat, right? So, for example. The, what the as you were kind of running down like your explanation of like why you know the tank roll star was was trivialized for you um it made me kind of think of like how many na fans are super excited and bought into like fearless being like one of the best tanks ever which is 
kind of the truth, right? Just is. But if we're awarding based on this season, are we really going to delude ourselves that Fearless has been one of the best tanks this season, like as an entirety? Is that true? Is that just a completely write in and forget about it? I don't know. I feel like it's way more like you have to question that more than I think people really are. Is that fair to say? Maybe, but I brought him in like <laughs> as Shab just booked way too much. Winston played this year, one hundred percent, right? Like, but that's that's the thing where it's like if you don't separate and you don't try to include APAC, like that becomes more of like an interesting kind of dilemma where it's like, okay, well, do right. you as on don't principle? You? Yes, yeah, exactly, right? Um, and I guess in the same way, it's just like there is a little bit of dissonance regarding like general play and specialized play or, or flexible play and, and specialized play in that way um where it's like you know if you you kind of use some of the narratives from the mvp discussions are we really going to debate whether or not i want fearless or do i want someone you know it's like i think there's a pretty clear answer there over the entirety of a season if i roll a hundred different meta deviations, a hundred different season layouts, different formats. Like, I feel like there's a pretty clear answer on like who I want. Um, is that the season that we got? Obviously, you know, someone didn't get the flex around too terribly much, even though he did, you know, play a little bit. Um, but the, I do think there is like this, this, whether it's dissonance or whether it's, uh, a lack of clarity on like how important flexibility is because like even when you're talking about dps and it's like well flex dps should be the more heavily awarded role i feel like there's still like i can hear people trying to debate that like oh well this hit scan was was really good this year it's like well, i mean great but like they didn't play that much and like there's there's very obvious like holes to that argument but it's like maybe they want to include them or maybe it's just very flashy as compared to like somebody being able to play like May and Echo and Farah and Tracer and Sombra and like all these different picks that are very valuable. Um, there, there is something there that like, it, it's still difficult. It feels like um, for people to kind of get out of their own way, especially when kind of trying to have an objective view because they just want to try to include everybody in a way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do, why do we want like, why do we care about Hitscan? I don't care that you played Reaper. Yeah, like, this great. is like, okay, you know? we gotta like. Oh, just. We gotta get out of like. Can we stop being the most bullied demographic? Like, oh, yeah. I can't, <laughs> it's so obvious that we you were just like picked on in PE. Did you, did you get fucked in Dodgeball? You sound like you got fucked in dodgeball. Like, just stop, dude. This is this is about excellence. This is what esports about. It's not participation trophies. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is the top of the top. You can absolutely mm -hmm. like watch the gold cups, right? Like, gold players play against each other. Maybe they have a cool story. Maybe they have a cool personality. Yeah. That's not that. Nobody's giving awards to the valiant. This is yeah. No. Like, it's seeker it's, doesn't. You know. God bless. It's not about fairness. It's not about like in fairness in terms of like equal distribution of awards and whatnot. It is about who's best. Easy establishing hierarchies. That's what this thing's about. It's competition. Okay, this yep. is the one one where like 
Where it's crystal clear. Like the game dictates what good is, which is to get wins. Okay. Yep. It is a little bit harder to figure out in Overwatch like what what causes someone to win. But ultimately it is about like honoring the highest performing player. It is not a question about like the discussion should never be um like does this guy deserve it because for four seasons he like blah 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 and there's a like we're indebted to this guy because we have monk in the past. No, that shit doesn't matter. Okay, what matters is if you had a power level counter for the performances this season, would that guy's number be higher than the other guy's number? And if yes, then that dude is on your ballot. Okay, like that's that's what this award is about. That is what competition is about at the highest level, um, and that is like everything else. You can be a fan of that. That's all fine, but that's not what the award season is about. 100%. I I really couldn't agree more. I think there is so much just, for lack of a better term, just kind of pussyfooting around where it's like, it's it's the same people who are like, oh yeah, that's a playoff team and that's a playoff team. And like all these players are top 10 players. It's like, they can't be. Yeah, yeah. They all can't be. I want you like you did in the past. I think you you had a really like eye opening, fun kind of thought experiment back when like flex tanks were around. Apologize, apologies for the dogs barking. Um, like who's a really good flex tank? Like can you sit here and like actually list them out? It's it's not easy. And when you start to list them out, you have to make some really shitty decisions and stuff that like doesn't sit well with you. But in reality, did Dong Hack have a great season or did he have a good team behind him? You have to make that call. I think it's it's fair to say either way. Like, if you want to put him top five or top three, I think that's fair. Is he a lock-in for a roll star? I don't know. Can you really compete with Fearless in someone? Probably. Was that obvious? Eh. Does Smurf deserve to be there because he's a legacy player and he's a veteran and... God, like, where where would Shock be without Smurf? That's not an argument. Nobody cares. I don't care that someone got robbed last year. Both can be true, that he got robbed last year, and that doesn't play a role in him doing well this year in award season, right? Like, that's not... Like, that's that's the type of shit that makes me not want to, like, vote someone. I think you're you're kind of, like, of the same ilk in that way, too, where it's just like, no, 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 you guys are... Like, no, that, that last year has no bearing on what happens this year. It can't... Don't come at me with the, oh, someone was robbed and hottie this and then maybe that's true. And I think you're entitled to that opinion, but that cannot and should not affect how you vote this year because it's about this year. It's not about last year. It's it's it's. I just it's, hate bad arguments like you can come. Yeah, to, like if you have valid arguments to like, it's OK, here, German English teacher, OK? You can mm-hmm. make whatever bullshit interpretation that you want, as long as your argument for that to get there is in line with the criteria of the award. And if it's not, then you fail. Uh-huh. And if you do, then fair enough. Like, I, I'm looking forward to... If you're the video editor <laughs> of the Jungle Dragons, I'd like to see your you make the um, argument for Gundam Genesis uh, MVP yeah, based I'd, on I'd, your I'd ability to, to edit those videos. Yep. You can plug it in a chat GPT if you want. I'd love to hear what the, the AI has to say about Gangnam Jin's Zenyatta prowess because 
you've uh, enlightened us all on how good he is about moving across the map. Should we do that real quick? What sh- what, what should we do? Uh, ask ChatGPT and Pod. Okay, you are the video <laughs> editor of the Shanghai Dragons. It's not going to give you a good answer. And you are asked to argue for your player Gangnam Jin to be uh, chosen as the MVP of Overwatch League Season 6. Okay, hyperbole. Timmy's don't attack him for MVP and not Rollstar. You get oh, the point. Uh, right, just okay, Rollstar. Make it correct. <laughs> Rollstar. Uh, in the support category. Of I have high expectations. Open AI. Season 6. Um, any other criteria? Um, I, I don't know. Not that I can think of. Make it as believable as possible. <laughs> Here we go. Are we Absolutely. gonna? Is this re- okay? Uh-huh. Based okay. on my oh, okay. <laughs> it writes an article. Why Gangnam Jin deserves to be rolled star for support in Overwatch League season six. Right. Consistent high performance throughout season six. Gangnam <laughs> Jin has consistently showcased top okay, tier right. performances every yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. His statistics every match. rank among the top supports, proving his technical prowess. Dude, I'm already better than most Redditors. A Reddit Andy fucking take you. Better than most versatility. Redditors. Versatility. I'm. <laughs> versatility. One of the hallmarks of a great support player is the ability to flex across different support heroes effectively. Gangnam Jin's adaptability okay. from playing in an aggressive Zenyatta to a clutch saving Mercy demonstrates his wide hero pool and the ability to tailor his play style depending on our team's stra- our team's strategy or the <laughs> opposition's tactics. I mean, it is. Yeah. Next one, clutch moments. Throughout his season, okay. uh, Gangnam Jin has had numerous... Dude, these Afuda healing shits like in that video. <laughs> uh, Gangnam Jin had numerous defining moments where his quick thinking and mechanical skill turned out they turned the tide of the match. These are the moments that are not only entertained fans, but also contribute significantly to our team's success. Communication and leadership. As a support, oh. coordinating with the team and leading them through challenging engagements is mm. crucial. Gangnam Jin's communication has been instrumental in maintaining team synergy. <laughs> Dude, all the fucking right t- buzzwords. Just, Communication, yep. leadership, synergy. I'm, I'm cruising yep. through the <laughs> like Overwatch uh, vernacular here, okay? Mm-hmm. Development and improvement is another point. Then fan engagement and personality. Well, here's the highlights and memorable moments. <laughs> <laughs> and then peer recognition. Many players and analysts in the Overwatch League they just know, man. have frequently praised Gangnam Jin's gameplay, positioning him as a standout player in the support role. This respect uh, from his peers further solidifies his place among the best in the league. In conclusion, Gangnam Jin embodies what it means to be a role star in the Overwatch League Season 6. It's consistently high performances, versatility, dedication to the game, and engagement with the community make him not just a star player for the Shanghai Dragons, but also a shining beacon in the Overwatch League's constellation of talents. That last sentence could be yours, by the way. Yeah, like, 100% probably is. There's no Shanghai reference, but it's close. It definitely, <laughs> like, it's, it definitely was trained on your articles here. I, I recognize that shit. Okay. I've never written about Shanghai in my ah, life. Ah, Shanghai, fraud, <laughs> like, same thing, okay? Ah, uh, one of these days, I will, will have to spill the beans on how that shit happens, because it is, it is 
a a master class in improvisation um but no i think that that's like i i'm kind of impressed that it, it like it really did kind of like touch on all like the right like redditor beats um i kind like that makes me like very interested to see like what other opinions they can kind of like form um but yeah like it it did like uh, what do you like why 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 is it so close to reddit why is it so close to just like this is like like what these guys don't want to hear like fine this this credit me like i'm ultimately not paid to have an opinion educated opinion about overwatch and analyze the game on the highest level and therefore make a team mm-hmm. better right but to say that a that coaches are not capable of discerning good from bad play that is yeah. such a like legitimately that's this is this is the same circuitry that makes you pump hydroxychloroquine instead of yeah. taking vaccines okay that's yep, the yep, same yep. circuitry you're bananas okay like just discrediting <laughs> expert opinion the best available uh, information in aggregate it's crazy it's yep. it's actually legitimately insane because there are there are one or two bad actors that just somehow disenfranchises you to any and all expert opinions and you have to do your own research you know it's uh, and i think as somebody who pretty openly is like fairly anti-coach because i think there is a lot of like there i don't think you can put two coaches in a room and have them agree on a lot of things i think on some things they will agree on for the right reasons because like it's just kind of a truth but the amount of like hubris that you kind of need to be in esports and and be in a leadership position is is kind of like skewing things i think a lot um and i think people hear that a lot i think they hear a lot of like deflecting i think they hear a lot of pr stuff and they get just so bought out by like anybody knowing anything the thing is which just isn't true. You, like, of course they know things. They want they they work in the game, guys. That, that's the beauty. Players and coaches <sighs> cannot bullshit. They are shit yeah. tested every day of their existence. Yeah. They see the fat defeat screen. They have immediate fi- feedback that they suck. Okay, yeah. that's not true for ownership groups. That's not true for your Reddit comment, and it's definitely not true because you get upvotes for the Reddit comment. Okay, what you optimize mm-hmm. for is getting upvotes for Reddit comment, not whether or not that's true. Actually, very often, it actively is negatively correlated to something being true. I'm ranting. Yeah. No, you can, you can tell, true. like, I'm just, like, this This week has just been, like, high stress because of the report, and, like, I'm just, I'm having a, I have a time, Joe. I'm so ready <laughs> For like, I'm on vacation to, uh, next week. I definitely need it. I already told you. Like, I I'm currently yeah. in a in a state where like I'm missing at least forty IQ points. It's crazy. Like, I'm making the mo- most stupid mistakes. I'm like, sometimes it, I don't know. One of these days, like, I'll I'll forget to wipe or something. Like, I'm just like so scatterbrained. <laughs> you at the leave moment. the house without pants on. It's, You're like, oh shit. It's insane. It's actually insane. Like, are you noted? Not to completely derail, but are you noticing it? Because I know that you're a f- you play fast in a lot of things. Do you notice it? Like you- you're making more unforced errors in games like Battlegrounds yes, and like heavy. You just yeah. you're just playing way too quick, and you're just like, oh, why did I do that? I should have done this. And like, there's an optimization thing I should have done. Like it's getting to the point where you know, like 
when when sometimes you do things like, for instance, like I place my keys somewhere, and then yeah. I I lose them, right? Sure. And whenever I find my keys back, usually there's a ah yeah right I put them there. Uh huh. Nah. Now you're just like, how did they get here? There's I this do not teleportation. Remember. Like I have little <laughs> gremlins in my fucking apartment that are moving my shit around. I have no recollection of this happening. Okay. Oh uh, no. Yeah, and I'm I'm yeah. afraid it's age, but it's probably just like no, ridiculous just amount out. of strength, stress. Yeah, and you're just you're just cooked. I hope that two weeks that you get does not involve you with a Zweihander on the fields of Reddit trying to slay each and every Timmy because that is not going to help you. I mean, we'll we'll see what whatever. The, <laughs> I know it's a it's a futile effort to try and get you off of the hill. You are a a die by the sword, live by the sword type of guy. I, sh- so. I should actually just like not post on Reddit and just like have someone invite people on Discord calls because it's like these discussions get way more civil and actually are way more fruitful. And I think would also reveal that how frequently absolutely wrong and misinformed and like way too uh confident folks are posting that mm-hmm. shit and like yeah once yeah. again is it, like some of the stuff is, yeah yep all right awards. awards they're tough it's messy uh yeah. there's not a really good way to do it but expect some weird votes um yeah as the ballots kind of come out i know every year they talk about doing things publicly sometimes they do Sometimes I don't. Um, but when those comes out, I think uh, that'll be a, a fun little chuckle, as it is every year, but extremely more so this year. Um, we do have playing matches, some of which I think people are going to vote incorrectly so, so badly. Um, so let's kind of work through this. We don't have to bring it up on screen, audio listeners. Be thankful. We're not going to do that necessarily. Um, what we will do is we'll kind of start from like elimination rounds. We'll go into the winners rounds. We'll, we'll touch down on each of the teams. Maybe we won't do an entire bracket, but we'll kind of just give like a, a vibe of like who we think can do well, um, in this meta, especially based on the, um, the way that the brackets kind of play out. Do you, real quick, do you want to, I have someone come on. Uh, do you want to get a guest in like for, for those last ones? Um, sure. I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just bring him. Wait. Yeah. Oh shit. It's <laughs> it's Lord Volamel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't think we were doing that, but yeah. Okay, so to reveal nice. to reveal a little bit behind the scenes, um, so of course, like we had this bet from like way mm. before the season. Then unfortunate things happened with the Vancouver Titans during the mm-hmm. season. And I would have felt really shit if I won that, like, you know, like that bat based on that situation. Sure. And I was like, let's, let's probably not publicly talk about it too much. But now that, like, you, you objectively have to say, like, they did it despite that, uh, mm-hmm. that situation. So like I'm I'm perfectly happy to acknowledge that. I mean they also did kind of also luck into getting he sang. Sure. It's uh, which it is still like kind of nuts. It arguably improved them a little bit but like yeah, yeah. I think they they very likely would have made um top 7 anyway. Probably. Um, and yeah, no, for that the lord bet has been granted. Lord Volamel once again. Fair. Fair. Um thank I, you. Do know. 
I th- sent this clip to Papa Punk in order to see, like, <laughs> please stop tagging me. <laughs> like, it hurts every time. I, I appreciate it. Every it's, it's it's so fun every morning to open up my Twitter and just, like, see, like, the Vancouver Titans stands that, like, are also kind of fans of the show and obviously Papa Punk um, out there just, like, fighting the good fight, being like, Look, so what are you admitting defeat? What are you conceding? You know, the like, I'm, I'm not I'm not as hurt. By Papa Punk. What I'm hurt by is Papa Punk tweeting that at me, and then Huck liking the tweet. Okay, that's that one. That got me. Okay, like that hurt. Listen, bro, he's got top three control. You know, he just knows what to like. You know, he's got he knows what them. to like, and also, of course, like that those size boys, right? Like from that's Boston, true, right? That's true, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you got Punk. You know, it's a good team. Um, I'd be lying if I said that I completely believed it 100% of the time, all the time. Um, but it was worth a, it was worth a shot. It was worth a gamble. It's something fun to do. And we'll probably find somewhere to meet in the middle ground, uh, or argue about it next season, whatever that looks like. So don't worry. There's, there's still, there, there will be another Lord bet that we'll, we'll, we'll put the belt up for another, uh, another rodeo of some kind. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't get tainted again. I would be so madge because it's such a fun thing to come in yeah just debate every week but um yes thank you i appreciate the also just like it's it's the worst like the fact that the shock shit the bad so hard (laughs) and then they actually give them the guy that also makes it like it's it's insanity okay it doesn't make sense none of this made sense the way that all of this happened the way that it happened it, it it also, Toronto, what the fuck, Toronto, okay? Like, they're going to win, bro. You've I, seen Adamu's tweets. They're going to win. Come on. I, yeah, then win some regular season wins so I can be Lord. What about that? What about <laughs> winning like more than 50% of your regular season matches, dickhead? They never like, do, duh. <laughs> they're, they're a playoff team, bro. They're a playoff team. <laughs> they're built for January. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> January? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, let me let me see who else... I was deeply disappointed by. Um, um, I mean, Glads, Gladiators, come on. obviously. Glads, yeah. assholes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Glad, Glads and, like, even Justice kind of shit the bed, like, somewhere in the midseason. Like, I don't know, the spirit of AFD God was defiled. I don't know. Um, shock, defined, those guys should be above. So then we're in seventh. And then... True. I mean, even Spitfire could have, you know, New York. Yeah. Honestly, like actually, low key, New York, pretty good. No, uh, stop. No, they shouldn't have been above Vancouver Titans, but no. they got seven wins. You could, you could argue, yeah. Like there were points, there were points in time where you could argue that maybe New York was like at that level. I, I, maybe. I, it's actually there is something magical happening in. Like I feel like I got got MIB bits blitzed because I can remember zero victories of the Excelsior. Like this team has somehow. I the, remember their failures. The yeah, the the least like memorable victories of any franchise ever. I don't understand what happened. They are just somehow decent. Like they're legitimately. Wait, let me. They're okay. Yeah. I mean, they're okay, but like they're also only like one win and like. Okay, two wins away from being top yeah. five. Okay, yeah. and like they t- certainly had a bunch of close series in there as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that shit is 
surprisingly decent for how late they were, were to the party, what kind of a team they sure. had together, right? I think Callan has a decent season. I think the European boys had this decent season in the... Yeah, I would agree there. Um, And yeah, the fact like Fitz, of course, like doing doing the role swappy swappy. Um, yeah, it's impressive. Worked out decently, like when it, once yeah. again. More surprising to a surprising degree. Uh, New York is was was not complete horseshit, which um, again, that's probably not a small amount of money. But again, that's a budget team, right? I would imagine. I mean, you would probably know better than I, but that's still budget range, no? Um. Or do we not feel comfortable saying? I don't know. I, okay. I wouldn't That's be fair. able to nail, nail it down. But like they also had a pretty big roster. But also, of course, not getting paid a lot. I'd imagine. Yeah, but also in charitable ways, like bringing, um, sure, right, like developmental yeah. players on and whatnot. Like that's that's uh-huh. pretty decent. Yeah. No, agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, but yeah, no, it it was a it was a narrow season. I think everybody kind of assumed as much like there was there's always going to be that team that kind of like shits the bed and flames out but there it feels like this season out of the last few it feels like we were at a pretty high ratio of just teams a just swapping regions at the last second and then just absolutely flopping and fumbling what should have been a a competitive season gladiators shock Mm justice to some degrees like it, it it's getting to the point where like if the vancouver titans weren't signing he sang they might have just picked up like alpha Yi type of beat you know what i mean like just the absurd like somehow alpha Yi gets dropped from justice and he just goes to titans like it was just it <laughs> alpha you needs help man god bless homies don't doing the lord's work um that said plans <clears throat> we'll start with justice new york both not in fantastic shape. Nah. But one team has Alfie. Just saying. We feel any type of way. New York did just come off a win against the Titans, to be fair. Yeah, I think based on that, you might have to give it to them. Like, this meta still feels like so up in the air. I don't know. Um. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have to figure out how how things flow, right? Like, I'm still not. I feel like the sample size after the patch is just not big enough in order to be super accurate. But if I had to say, I think like like New York feels up right now, right? I mean, the fact that you can have somebody like Creative, God bless him, I think just kind of be like the most fine like heal bot support. And then you can put somebody like Fitz on Ilari. Like, that's something you kind of have to judge. You know, like, that's, like, not something that you can just write off and go, oh, DPS, like, swapping. It's like, whoa. It's it's a new patch. It's a new meta. It's a new hero that is more DPS-centric. If you're going to kind of snipe some people, both figuratively and metaphorically, maybe you put Shockwave on a hitscan. Maybe you put Fitz, who has been historically a great hitscan, on the hitscan support. Then you have OG kind of like wrangling the backline. Like, there's there's realms where they just punch up. I think this is going to be a really, really interesting game. Well, actually, not interesting. Really, it's going to be really sexy. This is basically going to be can the New York Excelsior facilitate Shockwave and Fitz on Alari to some degree? Um, 
to having just a gangbusters performance. And on the flip side, it's justice in the same vein with Alpha Yi. Like, it's going to be the two stars, the two titans kind of clashing. Who's going to put up the better performance? Which team is going to not shit the bed the hardest? You know? Mm. Um, and I don't say that lightly, but this feels very much like there's a quarterback, there's a striker. These are the players that are going to score the goals. These are the players that are going to get the big value. And there's a lot of role players beside them. Like Psycho, sure. God bless him. He's on May. All I need you to do is hit some fat walls. Maybe pick somebody in the head every once in a while. Sugar, you know, it's it's all over the place. I think my my focus is on the two kind of like main DPS threats and whether or not they can kind of like influence and impact their will on the game. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. I this feels pretty 50-50. My gut says Alpha is enough to get it over the line. Um there again, they're still playing Pen Best, so it's like Yeah. No. As much as I do like Alfie and I think he's good, I'll probably go New York here. Close, but I'll go New York. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to New York, just like based on recent um, performance. True. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, if I'm understanding the bracket correctly, that would put them in their match. That would seed into the Toronto side of the bracket, correct? Um, okay, let me, I think Liquipedia has it, right? Because... Yeah, Liquipedia has uh, a type of it. Oh, my browser's killing uh, Overwatch. I can link you. I'm almost. I believe it would seed into Toronto's side, and then. We have the shock in London, which I think is just absolutely one-sided. But we'll get to that. Yeah. I wonder if there's a better... Actually, okay, here, here plagiar- plagiarism. I, I saw it on the Platchet stream. I'm live opening the Platchet stream. Like, don't DMCA me if you hear, like, one word. <laughs> That's actually not Platchat. That's <laughs> Platchat. Okay. Enforce is coming for you, dude. He's going to fucking... Yeah, take our monetization. Our well, $7. I'm monetizing the report then, okay? Um, <laughs> Not the DMCA wars. Let's see. Let's see. No, no. We all... Uh, we all wait. Oh, it's only live streams now for them, right? Based. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. So, stop Got the it. video. And then I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Where's Where's the... Just wait, London fans. You guys are going to be feasting. I, 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 I so got it. Oh. Okay, I stole it. it. I stole it. I'm not bringing it up on stream in order to like not be like a, you know. And how are you plagiarizing? Uh, just the knowledge. I'm just taking the knowledge. So Okay. It is New York. Ex- they actually had Washington. <laughs> I'm not taking uh, any no, ideas from I them, can't. okay? Um, I can't in good faith put Ben Best ahead of... And I don't really care for Kellen either. Right. But. And then they seed against Toronto. That's correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. So it would be for us, it would be the Excelsior versus Toronto, the team who apparently is going to win it. Correct. All. And to be honest, I think I'm very much on the boat that it doesn't matter because Toronto should win against either. Yeah. It it really shouldn't matter. Toronto should be winning. Uh, they actually look good. I think this is like a great meta for them. Kalush can kind of play within his wheelhouse. Um, 
I know, I know for a fact that there are going to be a couple rookie of the years shot, uh, Spectre's way. And while I don't necessarily agree, I also don't hate it. I think he has been like a great fucking player for this team. Um, one that I understand had a lot of like, I, th- I, I'd be, l- I'm pretty sure he was on a lot of people's shortlist coming into the season, but there was still some like extracurriculars they, you know, they weren't necessarily super happy with. Um, the fact that Toronto kind of pulled the trigger are getting a lot of benefit. I think that's that's a really really dope kind of story to you know to celebrate within a a very weak rookie of the year season. Um I think they're getting a lot of benefit there for sure. Um whether or not that's rookie of the year caliber, you know, remains to be seen. I don't have a vote, so fuck me, I guess. It doesn't matter. Um but I agree. Yeah, Toronto should be advancing both both those teams. It doesn't matter too much, um which would put them up against the Titans. But before we get to that, where does your mind kind of sit with Spitfire Shock? Did you see the last game uh, London had versus Houston? Does that worry you or does that give you confidence? I mean, as much as London looked okay, they also have an uncanny ability to toss it off. Like, they should have been 5-0 in five maps. Now. Yeah. And they actually lost that series. Yep. I trust like shock has actually been one of the most clutch teams this year. Like you yep. get them to map five and they, they don't, don't lose that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, map five is also no longer control. So this is, this has to be factored in into that. Right. But, um, should be a good match, man. Like really? Yeah, I think so. Think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like London is just so do we happen okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself as being slightly out of the loop. Do we know the order that we're playing in plans? Yes, we do. Um Okay. What's like the first three games? Does it include Flashpoint? I wrote an article on this. Why am I going to Albert's Twitter? Let me find this. As he looks, I think that like the London Houston series for me was like, yeah, I think there was a lot of like anti clutch from Spitfire. I think there's a lot of like really, really clutch and like very specific things that had to go Houston's way as well. So I think there's like a little bit of column A, column B there. Um, but there is no world where London should be performing that well. Like based on the eye test alone, I think also Houston just didn't have like a good couple first apps. Like that can that opening control map was pretty abysmal, like just macro wise. Um, just a lot of just unforced, like let's try to make a hero blade. Like the idea that we're just hoping and praying that we're just gonna use alts to buy into fights that we really shouldn't be winning against a team that, you know, is kind of playing the meta. Um, it feels like Houston's kind of behind the eight ball a little bit in that way. Um and that's, you know, one of the best teams, right? I think that they're still capable of being a top five team at the moment even though they're really not showing me much of like much confidence in any kind of like Arissa stuff or if they're gonna play the bastion it doesn't necessarily look like it's there they still kind of want to force like the sombra genji stuff and facilitate you know fearless's play style or hero pool which i get but it just doesn't seem like it's gonna work um and london being able to kind of take them on their comfort picks to like the limit um and arguably should have won handedly 
uh that says a lot to me and i and i really don't even think that this is going to be close i would probably give this like almost 3-0 caliber if it wasn't proper i would probably just write it off 3-0 to be honest yeah um i actually can't find it so the suggestion it's not a big deal so so the suggested one uh by albert was flash i think flashpoint was third if i'm not mistaken all right yeah um if if Flashpoint was in is in the first three, I think that like almost doubles their chances of three owing. I it Escort and I said this wild. in the last show. It doesn't feel like it's close that London is is just like very comfortable on that that game mode. It feels like they're quick quick adopters to that. I don't know that Shock is gonna like that's already a map off the table. Ah, uh, uh, found it. I think. Ten. Um. New map rotation for first of three series. Control, hybrid, flashpoint, push, escort. Okay, yeah, that that makes it like pretty easy to go into like 2-0. Or maybe even like, let's say London drops control. That could go either way. It usually tends to. And then it's like you get push and flashpoint back to back. Two, I, I think, pretty comfortable game modes for London in particular. Yeah, it's... I think it's it's a pretty clear London victory. Whether or not you want to give it to him close or far, like mm-hmm. that's up for debate. But yeah, I would I would say London pretty pretty clearly here. What do you think? I think you have to favor London. I can't say three two because I believe too much in the clutchability of uh, and the unclutchability of London as well. Sure. So I gotta th- go with three one. Okay. Okay. I mean. Maybe the better question, does it matter when you have to play Boston? What do you mean? I mean, either team oh, right. yeah. advances, you play sure. Boston, it's like you're guaranteed to go to the loser's yeah. bracket. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know that that team's getting stopped. Yeah, Maybe London can cheese it. Like, we've seen Boston in the past, like, not do particularly well. You know, when we go to APAC, you know, you, you review the midseason games barring any kind of like narrative you want to like lean into they got a little they got a little shaky especially against a team like florida that was throwing them some weird looks london obviously is throwing some weird looks right now we had fucking chris on the show last week talking about how he thinks that ryan on fucking gibraltar is the meta right like it's Mm. they're they're on their own zaza they're off in the fucking crack house smoking all kinds of good shit um sure. is there a world where like if there is going to be a team is it going to be london to kind of upset the boston uprising like i don't see it being shock right yeah it's it's neither i think i would i would lean on neither as well for sure i honestly kind of quite liked how boston played like they seem pretty strong like especially okay. like their ability to disengage smartly uh, against mm-hmm. glads like really impressed i don't know like i think this they're, they're kind of good so if it, from that, it sounds like they're they're pretty measured. Like everything kind of like seemed to kind of be. Yeah, they're hopeful. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that feels like a lock. Like those are those are definitely traits that I look for. Um, are they the favorite to make it out of play? I'd say so. Yeah, it has to be right. Hundred percent. I don't think there's another team that gets close to their favorite stages, and nope. for. And A2 get out, right? Yep. Yep. So. And and to be honest, as much as like, yeah, you know, Lord, me and Vancouver and Punk and 
I think they have like a good opportunity to kind of like advance and maybe that maybe that game versus New York was just kind of a fluke, but is it uh, I don't think it's Titans either. Who's the second strongest in your mind? Is it Toronto? It's either Toronto or London, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two teams. I still um, kind of like... I don't I don't feel super strong about Toronto. Dude, the last playoffs without shock would not feel correct. <laughs> I mean, yes, but do they do they have anything worth getting there? Like what about it, it's not it can't just be proper. Uh there's nothing about this team thus far. I mean, yeah, they went to game five against Atlanta. Like that's impressive ish. Sort of. Proper does get to be a little bit of more of a playmaker. But there again, we're still getting into the territory of the same kind of criticism that I think we've been levying against this team since the start. Their team play is not there. This is a incredibly high team play meta. If you're not, you know, popping your wheels with your bastion at the right time and engaging together, if you're on, if you're desynced at all, even slightly, that push is not going to be as successful. The efficacy of like each ability is going to be lessened. Like everybody needs to be together and it still doesn't necessarily feel that way for the shock. Mm. Okay. If you don't, if you're, if you, if you're not coming correct, you're going to get fucking correct at a hundred percent. And I'm not that clever. I stole that. Um, I feel like what is pretty interesting is both the ability to get value out of turret form or like mm-hmm. Gatling form and uh, evade it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like the movement around that cooldown seems like maybe it's not totally pivotal to like win or loss always, but it feels like a pretty good indicator on of skill in this meta. Yep. Knowing when and kind of getting a feeling for like where that bastion is when he's going to pop the you know pop his turret form, um, yeah, and being I think mitigating that is going to be like the biggest factor, and that's kind of why you know I'm a little scared for like a Dallas, like if Dallas does make it, that's a team that I think you know rush no I feel like if this is going to be more of a global meta and we're not necessarily going to get a ton of styles because obviously you know talking about the shock talking about the rain game that they just played you know a lot of a lot of queen a lot of not a queen a lot of bastion um which is kind of identical to what uh apex has been playing um i feel like na is a little bit more like there's a little bit more flex tanks there's still a little bit too much dive for my liking and there's like way more rind which i think is a little bit more like playable for most teams um with some orissa in there obviously um and it's i i Dallas is a is a is a tricky one. I feel like they're going to be big slept on. Um, but yeah, shock. It's I'd be surprised. Um, I'd be pleasantly surprised if they come out and they just look gangbusters. But it's like if proper is limited based on the meta and can't just like spam Genji, a la like who are you on O2 or like Sparkle on Dallas, like ninety percent of games, and he has to just kind of play Bastion, and it's just a team meta. Uh... It, that's not something I feel super comfortable in, in seeing them. Maybe, maybe you know, I think prior to the show starting, we talked about like how the meta is definitely still in flux. Maybe it changes. Maybe there's still more, you know, with the maps. All right, 
Am I correct in remembering the maps are shifting after plans or during plans? After. After plans. Okay. Um, That's where something I think if they were to make it, maybe that like plays, you know, maybe that plays better into like their style of maybe it makes more sense. You can kind of reach there and and try to find some positives and like the the chaos of like a map pool shifting. But as it stands right now, I don't know it. It it find I find it very difficult to see the shock advancing. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. and that and that's where it's like, okay, well, who else is it? It's pretty clearly Boston. Yeah, I don't hate the criticism towards London. I think that's fair, and it's like it, it's probably not Titans in the same realm where it's like, okay, well, you can't just you know be an auto lock for play-ins if you're dropping game fives to fucking New York, which face it, it's not great. Um, and then you have Toronto, who's been kind of, you know, Dude, on a rise a little bit. It makes, like, it, it definitely, like, the fact that also all these guys go home, like, also makes it, Jesus Christ. It, like, in some ways, because there's so much uncertainty, like, you know, when flares get, like, grayed out and whatnot, uh-huh. it's like, that that will feel just like, you know, what if that was mm-hmm. actually last time, right? And once yeah. again, like nothing is decided, and there's no inside information. But like, uh, I think this this has a special quality for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, I I, I don't th- I don't hate anybody kind of spinning the narrative that like this is the last one because it it might be, might be we don't know. So as like you're saying, as like the torch of the the San Francisco Shock may be extinguished in the upper bracket finals of play-ins for maybe the final time. That sucks. That's things real, real bad uh, for a dynastic team that has just always been very good um, to maybe not be an Overwatch. That's yeah. that's a future that's kind of kind of weird to think about, right? Yeah, that's a weird one. <sighs> but I think that kind of gives us a lay of the land. Um, I'd love to talk about APAC, but let's face it: who the fuck knows what's going on over there? Over there. I don't know. The league knows. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me also <laughs> figure that shit out. I'm just telling you right now here. Like, I I think the the format is pretty decent for what the task was. I I went on Twitter. Like I went on Reddit. Describing that point, there's something uh-huh. going on right now that is fucking inexcusable. Figure that shit out. Figure it out quickly. Okay. J- just saying that. Um, yeah. And then hopefully we get the most deserving uh, APAC teams because um, we still got the knockouts. So there, yep. one, one slot is still up for grabs because Spark is locked in. Yep. And then um, there is a... Uh, 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 there's one slot left for the play-ins. And there, if O2 locks in, we indeed would go to a five Overwatch League team play-in. So I there's there's something in me that would love to see O2 advance um partially because it doesn't make fucking sense that a team had to rebuild and just lucked into a meta that just actually suits their fucking washed like veteran players that just one trick exactly the heroes that you need. Yes, I'm looking at who are you? Um I think that that's just so funny to me. And that's like such a dope narrative that like the kid that got benched for the support turned tracer player in Apex season three finally gets his chance to like redeem himself in a way, you know? 
against the odds. Again, O2 got picked apart during midseason, spread their talent across the winds, and had to rebuild. There's no discernible reason why they should be even touching, even smelling, getting wafts, free bread smells. Come on, Jimmy Johns. Anywhere near direct qualifications, let alone like getting into play-ins. Like, that's even like a win. Like, this is insane. I would say to the level of like decay on justice, like, oh my God, whose music is that? It's decay. The Washington justice just signed him. We're going into a roadhog meta and he's pounding, you know, like that kind of Cinderella story. That's, that's, we're getting to those levels of absurdity and I don't think it's getting talked about and it's kind of a shame. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Am I glad to see Toronto maybe have a good shot to making their own home game? Yeah, in a way. I think that's like important. I think it'll make a better product. It's definitely going to put butts in seats if they make it. Um, and that's going to like, that'll, that'll give us a good send off if this really is the last one. Um, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see like the styles clash again. I'm a sucker for international competition. I'm a sucker for stakes. So I'm going to be picking apart these games quite heavily. Uh, come next week. I think I'll have a way firmer opinion on uh, what these teams look like, obviously because some of them will be gone, but because we'll start to like really see the meta kind of settle and we can start really getting into the, the playoff race because it's, it's not gonna lie. It's kind of around the corner. Yeah. Sure. End of the month starts. So, We've got some stuff coming up, which is great. I'm excited to finally get some, get my paws on some meaningful games because I won't lie. Uh, The VOD watching hasn't necessarily been there all day. Uh, It's been a couple games here and there, a couple maps. eh, um, This doesn't mean anything. We need some stakes for sure. Yeah, we got it. We got to get some stakes. True. We know you love your fish sticks. Stakes suck so hard. Holy. God, is it bad? Oh, that's one for the one for the lore, the lore keepers, the yes quarters. If you know, you know. Um, anything coming up? Anything you're working on? Looking forward to playing more battlegrounds. I'm, What's coming I'm working up? on having a week off. I'm, I'm working on my rain dance because once I book a week off, shit starts pouring and pissing it down, dude. Like, I, I legitimately. Maybe that's a good thing. I'm, Maybe you need to just stay inside and not like beat yourself uh, to up. To be fair, running. that's not wrong. But like, I'm actually a modern weather shaman because ah, okay. Like, I'm I've been with Gigi over three years, right? Therefore, mm-hmm. that means like I've had probably over eighty days of paid overtime off. I promise you, Joe, there were no more sunny days than three of those 80. Okay. I get fucked. And I take time off during summer. It's just as soon. Let let me actually look this up. I'm off next week. The entirety next week. Right. Let's look at the weather. Are you shitting me? This is insane, Joe. This is fucking insane. Look at this shit. Is sending me photos, audio listeners. It's sunny. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When do you start your vacation? It is admittedly Monday. So Monday is okay. the one decent day. And then Tuesday, it's, and then med- it's immediately into a thunderstorm. <laughs> and it rains for the rest of the week. I mean, bro, you got to stop willing these things into existence. You got to manifest the, <laughs> the feature that you want. I, I didn't think I, I had it like this. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I, think thought, you, like, I, I think you do have it. 
I think you're built like that, bro. I am so upset. Wait. Is there further forecast for like the, the? I think it's probably not worth looking at anything farther out of like ten days because it's unlikely to get, be like, accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. super yeah. accurate. I'd rather trust my ability to take vacation and therefore influencing the weather directly. Dude, this is just like the shit where I know this shit is a simulation. Okay, <laughs> fuck you with the weather effect debuffs, Joe. And it's not normally, dude. Look at this shit. <laughs> Look at this actual shit. <laughs> it's not normally check him weather. Okay, that's actually kind of nuts. It, he's he's showing me like a, a farther out like twenty day forecast, and it actually it starts being cloudy Monday, which is when he starts his vacation, and then from Tuesday to Wednesday the next week, it's nothing but cloud or rains. <laughs> that's kind of impressive but there again it's kind of germany i don't know i feel like it's not like super sunny there all the time no yeah but like look at right now all 31 degrees i mean yes like... as as it stands now for the next couple days it is just bright and sunny and it's warm and then it just immediately happens to be uh kind of overcasty and rainy uh during his vacation which is a level of unlucky that uh we will consistently prey upon as i try to goat him into another bet next year also like uh, straight up like sorry to my neighbor i just screamed in agony <laughs> at 1 a.m <laughs> local obviously fans of the podcast i mean come on true they know they would know you know it's just for content true, true. forgive him forgive him forget um but other than just a shitty vacation um well, shitty weather. It's probably for the best. I think the universe is just speaking to you. Any? Are you doing anything? Are you coming up? You know. Oh, I. Look, so what are we doing? I started playing uh, Death Stranding. Oh, okay. I. Yeah? I. Thoughts? I knew nothing about it, and like I enjoy how often I go. What the fuck, Kojima? That's, I mean, yeah, that's like his shtick, right? Yeah, like it's it's just like. <laughs> And it's just also unapologetically just introducing that's just throwing new concepts of the story to you. Like it's not hand holding. I love that shit. Just like, um, like in how concepts are being introduced. Like gameplay concepts mm. is a little slow introduction, but like how the story develops and how everything fits together and where it might lead and whatnot. That is really satis uh, satisfying uh, pace. Not okay. sure about the gameplay. Like the gameplay isn't pogging me hard be honest um but we'll see i'm playing the director's cut as well not sure if that changes much um i don't know but yeah that that i was playing i was playing a little bit sea of stars might get into that mood of course i will play a okay. bunch of hearthstone true and i will try to find someone to start playing tarkov with me i'm <laughs> um maybe and then also i i actually want to go outside a bunch but we'll see we'll see yeah you? you're uh you're a, you're an outdoor an outdoorsman you're much more of a outdoorsy guy than i just I, gotta I'm get a... on my running shoes again i'm looking forward to that i feel that i feel that it's been too hot to actually go on a walk and i feel kind of a true that's also a true. fat body yeah. so yeah i'd like to do that too so please weather gods um for me I had nothing much i got a couple of couple of extracurriculars to go on this weekend so that'll be fun i think i'm going to the zoo with somebody it'll be fun uh, uh work-wise i don't know we'll figure it out that's kind of the, the mo these days is 
whatever uh whatever the muse whispers will write and sometimes it's about shungai you know you, you found me you, you, you oh. spilled the beans yiska it's not me it's the the the, the fairies and the and the wilds that speak to me through the ether they uh they just send me inspiration and sometimes it clicks and sometimes it's about ancient swords and how they relate to genji players but that for another day True. shout out to the real ones who actually remember that because that's a that's a tossback um don't marry the meta grego was not your mvp and don't get uh, fucked by seagull. there you go don't get fucked by seagulls fucked. uh that's <laughs> <laughs> i like fucked we <laughs> run with fucked. uh 313 it's in the books we will see you next week for plans we love you peace to the lord